Sport on on SAFM. Let's now speak to Dr. Tulani Nguenya, who is the SAFA Chief Medical Officer, but he was also on duty at the Kosafa Cup under 17 zonal qualifiers there, won by Amajimbos, and they also qualified for AFCON, of course. And we want to find out more about the MRI scan that saw four nations being disqualified from the tournament. Doc, good evening, and thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Good evening, uh, Travis. I nearly said good afternoon because <laughs> it's in Cape here in PE. So the light is still on. I mean, it's not dark at all. Uh, thank you for having me, and good evening to all your listeners. Thanks, Doc. On that note, what is your what, what was your, your role at this zonal Afcon qualifiers at this Kosafa Under Seventeen? Okay, um, CAF has appointed me uh, to be the CAF medical uh, officer for both tournaments to oversee the medical aspect. For the under-17, I was uh, supposed to oversee the process of the MRI, uh, how they go into the scan and make sure that it's the right people that go into the scan. Mm -hmm. After that, sent all the images to the CAF reading committee for uh, final assessment and to check eligibility for the tournament. And uh, after that process was done, then I was overseeing everything that had to do with COVID. And I must say that we had a very successful under-17 tournament because no one tested positive, even when we were testing. Every, we tested four times for the mm. tournament during the tournament. So we had a very successful uh, tournament because they also tested 48 hours before they left. So it was a great success. Great stuff. That's good to hear. And so what is the MRI scan, Doc, for those who are not aware and they always <laughs> hear this, this name being mentioned? It's called magnetic uh, resonance imaging. It's quite a high, 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 high. It's a very high in terms of ranking when it comes to imaging. Not like your X-ray, not your, like your ultrasound. Mm. It goes very, very deep. So uh, that's why it helps you to actually pick up quite a lot of things. That is why for most uh, athletes, when they've got uh, deep lying and ACL, ACL, that is your anterior cruciate ligament uh, tear that you are suspecting, we do MRI rather than doing X-ray and ultrasound because most of the time you won't pick it up when you're doing X-ray or when you're doing ultrasound. Hence, we always move for MRI. So then what do you look for when you use the MRI scan when you were talking about overage players now? Oh, okay. I'm going to try and really speak layman's uh, language. And <laughs> yeah, so what we are actually looking for, we are looking for a growth plate. Growth plate is uh, one of your bones at the age of your bone. Uh, that's actually, it, it's, it, it's when you are, you are born, uh, you have that growth plate. But as, more, as, as, as you develop and grow older and grow older, the growth plate fuses with the tip of your actual long bone. So at that time, then you will not have that growth plate. You won't see that growth plate uh, nicely. And research says that around the age of 18 and uh, 19, the, the growth plate would have fused completely uh, with your long bone. So you would not see it properly. So when you are doing the MRI for um, for eligibility in the under-17 tournament, we are looking at that growth plate. We are checking as to whether that growth plate is fused with your long bone to make sure that you are eligible for that particular tournament. So uh, it is only done for the under-17 tournament. I mean, for the under-17 age category. Does it mean that the bone doesn't grow after you turn 18? After, no, the growth plate fuses with your long bone. Your long bone continues uh, growing, 
mm-hmm. but your growth plate it fuses with that long bone so there's no mm-hmm. gap between growth plate and the long bone i wish there were some images that i could actually share so that i explain because right now for a person who really <laughs> does not know they would not really comprehend what i'm trying to say but uh, the growth plate at at, at best there's a, there's, there's a clear difference. There's a clear gap between your growth plate and your long bone. Mm. And uh, as you grow older, that gap closes and closes and closes. And uh, you and me would not have that growth plate. I mean, that, that gap between, mm. that, that growth plate gap between your long bone and your growth plate. So, so at that time, at, at age 18, 19, usually it fuses completely. And then you, uh, you can't then see that uh, gap nicely. Sure. So that's what basically happened. So we are looking for that in the under-17 category. Remind, yeah. remind you, it says, it says, the research says around 18, 19, but we are still using the same grading system to get to, to, to assess for eligibility to play in the under-17 tournament. And how accurate is it, Doc? Well, in terms of uh, accuracy, uh, you can clearly see if your bone is fused or not. So it's very accurate because you can see. But in terms of determining age, uh, it's a different case altogether. That is why we are not calling it MRI for age determination as it was called before. Now we are calling it MRI for eligibility to play in the age category of the under-17s. So, so it's different. So it's an eligibility assessment more than age determination. Because now research says uh, you can't, at the moment, you can't really, really say that there's a particular uh, system or imaging or, or, or some, some type of investigation that you can use to really determine the age of a person. Okay, hence the technicality that is eligibility. Yes, not, yes. Okay. Yes. Can it be disputed? Yes. Can an argument be made then if someone says, ah, but my bone structure is stronger than a normal 17-year-old? Yeah, well, unfortunately, you can't because this is a FIFA-approved thing, and research keeps on, keeps on, keeps on. We keep on getting new information. We keep on learning each and every day. But as it stands right now, for that age category, that's the standard way of doing it. So you can really not dispute the fact that when I, I'm, I'm an African, I'm from West Africa, I grow differently. I, I've got different genetic makeup. I've got different nutritional background. I work very and uh, uh, picking heavy stuff at a young age, so my my, bo- my my bone makeup is different. You can't you can't really argue like that anymore. Uh, we're using that, and it's a it's a it's a FIFA approved grading system. Unfortunately, it is what is there right now. Yes, there's still room for research for us to do more investigation, more research, so that we come close to actually having uh, the right age determination investigation. But at the moment, we're not calling age determination an age determination investigation, but an eligibility assessment. So you could still be 17, but if if your bone structure says otherwise, then the MRI scan says otherwise, then you can't play. I, I want to say, because in medicine there's no nothing that is 100%, I would say yes. But uh, chances of you being 17 having a fused, um, having a fused uh, bone, bone growth plate are very, very minimal. Maybe one in a million, but uh, very, very, very minimal. So I haven't, I'm yet to see a person that will dispute the fact that the eligibility assessment 
was unfair to them. Because most of them, uh, when we pick them up and we really, really do thorough investigation, then we pick up that there was some something that was, that was not done correctly. But we appreciate the fact that and acknowledge the fact that you could be 17 and having a few federal plates because we do not know genes. But it's a, it's a very, very rare case. It's very rare to have such. And how modern is this test, Doc? Because we've long been warned about age cheating in the junior national teams, especially on the continent. Yeah, well, in the continent, it's uh, it, it's 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 something that uh, has been there the, the last seven, eight or, or so years, uh, but it became now uh, more stringent in the in the in the last uh, five years. But uh, now, CAF is actually imposing it now at. At, at, at regional level, at zonal level, not even at, at, at that continental level. So then it tells you how CAF is taking this age cheating very serious, and we want to eradicate it. And if you had an opportunity to watch uh, the under-17 boys and having to be very close to them, you'd see that there's a huge difference between this crop of players that played this tournament and the players that played maybe six or so years ago. Uh-huh. And do they get tested for for the first time when they get to South Africa? Do they test in their own countries before they come here? Um, Kef, Kef uh, sent out a circular, uh, so to say, all countries, uh, member associations are encouraged to test at their own countries before they go to the, to the tournament. And when they do that, they must send to Kef and request a a a a, 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 a a, a person that has been workshopped and a CAF expert in that field uh, because CAF workshopped uh, 11 doctors for that particular purpose. Mm. And then CAF will send the doctor to oversee the process. So there's some countries that did the test to be fair, but the assessment to be fair, but then they did not follow the right protocol because there was no CAF um, expert overseeing that process. So that's where the problem was. Um, I know then, then the other teams that actually did it and did it correctly, these are the teams that played this tournament and did it. Because when you pick up at your own country, then you can easily remove those that are ineligible. And then you go to the tournament, then you know that you are clean. And Kev made it, made, made it clear that if, if one player is picked up to the ineligible, the whole team will be disqualified. That is why it's important to do it in your own country. Ah, so you don't just replace a player. The whole team is out of the no, tournament. The uh, whole team is out. Well, it's clear that technology is now catching up with the ace sheets or with this trend. What lessons can be yeah, taken here, Doko? What's the message now going forward? The, 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 the biggest lesson here is that we need to really take development very, very serious. Because if you check uh, in, in Africa, comparing with our counterparts, the European countries, they don't really uh, play these uh, under-17, under-20 tournaments to win, them, to win them, but they are using them for development. That is why you would find us uh, as Africans winning such or dominating in such a, a junior tournament, but we can't then dominate in senior national team because at that time we would have reached our peak already, whereas our, our European counterparts at that time, that's when then they are starting to really develop and reach our peak. But for us, then we, we are dropping when we reach uh, the senior level. So we also need to, to learn from that, take development very, very serious. Then let us not win at all costs. Let us try and do things right. Let us get the right people 
of the right age to, to play at the particular age category so that we develop these people very well. And that will benefit our senior national team and will compete and win World Cups, I, I believe. Yeah. And does it also apply to the to the girls? Because I remember when Simpia Lulu's team was in PE, she was also tweeting something about about maybe some players are not the right age. Yeah, it, it is it is unfortunate because um, uh, for females we can't use the same uh, imaging uh, for females because when you look at females, females unlike males, they've got a different bone density because they have this. Uh, they have menstrual cycles, and menstrual cycles they act on their they they, they really um, affect their bone density. So their bone density is not the same as as compared to 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 males. And then unfortunately, then it will give you a false reading because of the bone density not being the same. But there's research that is being made to look at the scalp. I mean, not the scalp, the scar. The skull front, uh, uh, the the skull, the skull seizures. So it's the new research. They're still busy doing it, and once it's done and approved, then perhaps then the females can also benefit from it. So then, when everything is done, do you compile a report and do you send it back to to to, to CAF? And does CAF act after that, or is the disqualification the punishment? Um, when well, with the MR, with the MRI, fortunately, I'm one of the CAF experts, 11 CAF experts, and I also sit in the reading committee. The reading committee we are four in Africa, so we I send the images basically to those, those three colleagues of mine together with myself, and then we have a Zoom meeting. We go through each and every one, and then we check if this one is eligible and and this one is not eligible. So, 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 and then from there, we send to the competitions department, which then makes a decision and sends through a message to, to back to the member association or to COSAFA in this, in this case to say these teams have been disqualified. So uh, other than that, the other things when it comes to COVID, I report almost on a daily basis on what is actually happening in the tournament. For those who just joined us, we are talking to uh, Dr. Tulani Nguenya just about the MRI scan that saw four nations uh, being disqualified from the uh, under-17 Kosafa Cup, the zonal qualifiers. They were also used uh, for teams to qualify for AFCON 2020 with the South Africa, of course, winning it and qualifying for AFCON 2020 and for, for the junior AFCON, rather. And we were just finding out more about this MRI scan now from Dr. Nguenya. Dr. While we have you on the line, you were one of a dozen of people tweeting about a certain player called him Duduzi Shabalala. <laughs> Everybody's tweeting about this player. He better be as good as you guys say he is. What did you see, Doc? Sure, so you are putting me now in the technical division, but hey, that boy is super talented, Tadiso. And, yeah. uh, you know, everything about him, uh, you know, his movement, uh, the way he reads the game, his passes, his intelligence, and his work rate as well, you know, even even when he doesn't have the ball, mm. when he has to go mark, sure, he's just he, he looks complete. But we need we, we need to make sure that we do not really overwhelm him now. It is very important that he gets proper development. He's not put in the deep in the deep end because we lose him. So development is key. This boy is still under seventeen. So he needs proper development. He needs to still play with his peers as often as possible, but yet you can give him a glimpse 
of a higher age category, maybe under 20, under 23, just to, to experience rough shoulders. But he needs to spend more time uh, playing with his peers so that his confidence is always uh, up there. Okay, no, I don't think all of you can be wrong about this one player. So there has to be something. That, no, by the way, he was also player of the tournament at the Kosovo Cup. So that says a lot too. Before we speak to Veli Lemnyandu about Itiski Times, let's just play this quick voice note. Good evening. I think the dog's analogy with uh, Europe is very skewed in the sense that uh, most uh, young African players, they don't have tracksuits, they don't have shoes, they've got nothing. So when they go to those tournaments, they've got uh, families that they must look after. So until such time as we have developed, um, we cannot say that we must just develop our young players. This is survival for some of the youngsters. Thank you. Thanks for that. I'm, I'm not sure I understand, but um, we were talking about age cheating, and I think even if it is survival, age cheating is not the way to go. I don't know if you want to respond, Doc. It can be. Yeah, it's so unfortunate. And look, um, it's well received, the voice note, but it can't be right that you need to cheat in order to, to feed ourselves. It can't be right. It really cannot be right. We need to find uh, another way of doing it, of feeding ourselves, but we can't really cheat because otherwise it has its way of catching up with us. That is why we are not winning World Cups as Africans. And this is another way of helping us develop players such that we can compete against the best of the best at the, at the, at the world stage. So I, I think I, I'm not agreeing uh, with with the fellow um, uh, colleague or rather a fellow citizen of South Africa to say to say that um, uh, they must cheat in order to survive. I don't agree. Hey, thanks, Doc. We're going to leave it there. I've got so many tweets now agreeing with you about Mduduzi Chabalala. So he has to be the real <laughs> deal, this boy. But let's leave it there. Thanks for speaking to us, Doc, and uh, great work that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you, Teresa.